You got to believe to see God move in the land. He said, when my children who are called by my name will humble themselves. Come on, you know this in Chronicles. When my children who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Then, mm-hmm. he said, mm-hmm. will I hear from heaven. And then, come on, then I will heal their what? Coronaviruses, Delta variants, Omicron. I will heal every disease and sickness in their land. That's what mm-hmm. we need to do. I dare you to get into faith and believe for the impossible. Well, good morning again, and welcome to Healing School. Now, you're going to be blessed real big this morning. So we're going to pray, and we're going to go jump right into this lesson. Guys, if you knew what we know that's coming to you, or should I say that's about to come to you, you would be dancing. You would not allow any distractions to come your way this morning. Father, we thank you. We praise you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word today. You sent your word and healed us. And every person in this class today, I decree and declare, if they believe and receive, they'll be healed today in Jesus' name. And we thank you and we praise you for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Are you with me, Prophet? Yes, I am. Okay. Today, as I said, we have a wonderful lesson today. We are talking about believers are winners. Believers are winners. And this is Healing School, January the 15th, 2022. And the Lord, we can begin. Well, amen. Praise the Lord. I'm excited to to see what God has given you this morning, Apostle. So I'll just drive right into your notes. Uh, Again, let me say good morning to everyone and welcome again to Healing School. <clears throat> We're going to have a wonderful time today. I just feel it. Amen. Foundation scripture is coming from 1 John chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. And I think this is coming from the ESV. Yeah. English the ESV, Standard Version. The English Standard Version, Version of the Bible. That's correct. Verse, yeah, verse 4. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. Verse 5. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Stop me whenever you're ready, Apostle. Let's pause right there for a second. Amen. If you are born again, if you are saved, if Jesus is not just Savior, but he's your Lord, which means he's the boss. Your flesh, your mind is not running things anymore, but your spirit is. Notice you have victory. For this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Your faith is the victory 
that overcome sickness and disease, overcome not enough money, overcome lack and want, whatever it is. Faith overcomes all of that. It puts you in the winner's circle. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. That's what it does. It calls you to win. Watch this. On a daily basis. You need to write that down. <clears throat> it causes you <throat> to win on a daily basis. Praise God. Mm -hmm. All right. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> well, let's pick it right back up again. Okay. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Healing and victory are ours. They're ours. They are ours without even asking. All we need to do is simply know and praise him for it. Wow. All we need to do as believers is simply know it and praise God for it. Hebrews 4 verses 14 and 16 says, Having then a great high priest who had passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Amen. Let us hold fast our confession. Yeah. The old version reads profession. Amen. Profession. Mm -hmm. We are to hold fast to our confession. What is our confession? It is that we are new creation, that sin has, has been put away from us, and that we are the righteousness of God in him. That's powerful mm -hmm. in itself, Apostle. Absolutely. That's our confession. We are to hold fast our confession. Our confession is that we are new creation. That sin has been put away from us. That we are the righteousness of God in him. We confess that surely he has borne our sicknesses and carried our diseases. Our confession is that we were stricken. We were smitten of God with our infirmities and weaknesses. And now... By his stripes, we are absolutely healed. Amen. Amen. Sin and disease have been put away. And in the name of Jesus, we have dominion over Satan and the works of his hands. Amen. Praise God. We right. have dominion. That's powerful in itself. We have dominion over Satan and the works of his hand. Praise the mm -hmm. Lord. Yeah. In his in his name, in Jesus' name, we cast out demons. In his name, we lay hands on the sick and they do recover. If we can right. cast out demons, we can also command the demon diseases to leave our bodies. For disease was what? It was brought there by a demon and is being developed by a demon. Say it again. Praise God. All right. Let me say it again. In his name, we cast out demons. Yeah. In his name, we lay hands on the sick. 
and they recover. So if we can cast out demons, we can also command the demons' diseases to leave our bodies. Why? For disease was brought there by a demon, and it is being developed by a demon. Amen. We have to know that. Praise the Lord. So we say, in Jesus' name, this is what we do. This is how we do it. Demon, listen. You leave this body. That demon is under obligation to the name of Jesus to obey. When you say demon in the name of Jesus, demon, leave my body. That demon is under obligation. He's obligated through the name of Jesus to obey. That's right. When Jesus arose from the dead, he arose because he arose because we with him had conquered Satan. Now, that is powerful in itself. We with him? Oh, yes. We with him had conquered Satan. Colossians 2.15 says, having spoiled the principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Yes. Jesus Jesus' triumph is our triumph. That's right. His triumph is our triumph. Jesus' victory is our victory. He did nothing for himself. It was all for you. It was all for me. It was all for us. Yes. So today, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. That's a powerful yes, love, Apostle. Yes, that is. is a powerful love, to do that because of love. Love is very, very powerful. Yes, it is. We should, and because he loved us and because he suffered all of that for us, we should never talk about our diseases. I'm going to say that again. We should never talk about our diseases. That's when we right. tell our bodies to, when we, when we tell our troubles, I'm sorry, to people, it is always to get what? Sympathy. We got to remember that. When we mm-hmm. constantly tell our troubles and talk about our troubles, usually it's to get sympathy. Trouble came from the adversary. You see it? Those troubles came from the adversary. So when we tell our troubles, we are giving our testimony of Satan's ability to get us into difficulty. Mm. When we constantly tell our troubles, we are giving our testimony. You are testifying that Satan has the ability to what? Put all this difficulty on you, that he's gotten us into this difficult situation. When we talk about our diseases, We are glorifying the adversary who had the ability to put that disease up on us. Now, 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 Apostle, I mean, I think we need to really just talk about this one for a minute. You see, when we talk about our diseases, we are glorifying the adversary who had the ability. Look at that past tense word there. Had the ability. Yes. All right. 
who had the ability to put that disease upon us. You see, I believe if we say nothing about what Satan's doing, it's like we're saying he still has, he still got the right to do that. He does not. He's a thief. What we must remember is that Satan is a deceiver. He's a liar. He's the corporate. I mean, he is the epitome of wickedness. And he has no moral values whatsoever. He will do everything in his power to try to rob, to kill, steal, and destroy everything that Jesus has died to provide for you. That's right. He had the ability. But we, when we, when we sit idly by and we do not con- make those power, what do we start talking about this morning? Our confession. Amen. Our confession. Yeah. We have to make sure that we are speaking the word of God, that we are confessing. Hebrews 4, 14 and 16 says, having then a great high priest. Who had passed through the heaven. Jesus the son of God. Let us hold fast to what? Our confession. Let us hold fast. What confession? What is our confession? What is it? It is that mm-hmm. we are new creations. Remember? That, that, right. that sin has been put away. That we are now the righteousness of God in him. We confess that surely he had borne our sicknesses and carried our diseases. Remember, we just talked about that. We confess that he was stricken. He was smitten. He was smitten of God. And and our infirmities and weaknesses were laid on him. And with his stripes, we are absolutely what? Healed. So let me go back to where we were. We are absolutely healed. See, he had the ability. He had the right. He had everything was in his control. But as we confess, as we make these faith-filled confessions about who we are, about whose we are, about where we are, Satan has to obey the words that are coming out of your mouth. In this year, 2022, God has given us a powerful, powerful word. And that word is believe for the impossible. Believe the impossible. Child of God, what is imp- what has been impossible in your life? Yes. What is the thing you've been toiling with? What is that thing that seems like no matter how much we try to get this accomplished, it just drags on. It seems like it's going to go on forever. We have a word from the Lord. He said, believe the impossible. Believe for it. Believe. It will never, ever begin to move. That situation will never change until we take a step of faith and say, Father, I believe. With your, with your mouth, when we confess our lack of strength or ability, we confess that Satan has so blinded us that we cannot even enjoy our rights and our privileges. You see it? Right. We have to move past. We have to move past confessing what Satan has done. Sure, yeah. he's done that. You know he did it. I know he did it. People can see that there's something upon us. We, they can see we're struggling with something. They can see we're going through something. But guess what? We're not going to agree with that. We must agree with what the word of God says. Psalms 27 and 1 says, Jehovah is my light 
and my salvation, whom shall I fear? Are you listening? That's right. Jehovah is who is God is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I confess yeah. this this passage every day. I try to read it every night before going to sleep. Amen. And and you can Praise do the God. same thing. Let those words rest, rule, and abide over you as you sleep. Amen. Praise God. And right. God will honor that. He will He will honor your confessions, your faith confessions. And speak it in faith. Speak it in love. God hears what you're saying. Amen. This is a very, very powerful passage. Every night, there I am. Father, thank you. The Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me in this, you see, we're confessing this, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Does that sound like we're giving a place to the devil? Oh, no, we're not, even though he's done all this stuff, but no, I'm not going to go to sleep with all of that on my mind. I'm going to go to sleep with this on my mind. For in the time of trouble, you will hide me in your pavilion. In the secret of your tabernacle shall you hide me. You shall set me up on a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. You see, you're not talking about what they are doing. You're going higher. You're going above. You have the word of God, the light of God, the spirit of God working on the inside of you. When you opened your mouth and received him as Lord and Savior, you made a commitment that day to make him your Lord. So if he's your Lord, why should we go around confessing what Satan has done? No, you keep mm-hmm. saying, and now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing. See, child of God, you got to start singing. I will sing. Yeah, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Sure, that sickness is upon you, but does your mouth work? Hello, somebody. Does your yeah. voice still work? Huh? Well, use it. Hear, O oh Lord, when I cry with my voice. Does your voice still work? Hear, O oh Lord, verse 7 in Psalms 27. Hear, O oh Lord, when I cry with my voice. Does your voice still work out there? Are you listening to me? Hear, O oh Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy upon me and answer me. Yeah. When thou saidest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Not Satan's face, not the conditions that he's putting upon you, not the sickness, not the disease. No, we're seeking the face of the Lord. Hide not your face from me, Father. Put me not away, your servant, away in anger, for thou hast been my help. You continue to be my help. You see, as you say these things, as you say, as you confess, as you make this faith-filled confession, you bring those, that's the condition that's now coming upon you. That's right. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a plain path. Now you're going in a plain path. It doesn't matter what Satan's trying to do you. If you call on the Lord, that plain path is laid out before before you. 
Mm-hmm. Deliver mm-hmm. me not over into the will of my enemy. He has a will. But when you say, Father, deliver me not over to that will, to their will, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty, he said, here I am, my child. I will lead you. Right. Yes. And finally, I have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You got to believe to see the goodness of the Lord, child of God. That's sure right. you're seeing sickness. Sure you're seeing disease. Sure you're seeing pestilence. Sure we've seen coronavirus. Sure we've seen the Delta variant. Of course we've seen Omicron. We've seen it all. But see that word right there? Unless I had believed. Huh? See, God is telling us to believe. believe. Yes. Believe for the impossible. That's right. You got to believe to see God move in the land. He said, when my children who are called by my name will humble themselves. Come on, you know this in Chronicles. When my children who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Then, mm-hmm. he said, mm-hmm. well, I hear from heaven, and then, come on, then I will heal their, what, coronaviruses, Delta variants, Omicron. I will heal every disease and sickness in their land. That's what mm-hmm. we need to do. I dare you to get into faith and believe for the impossible. Yeah. When we confess our lack and strength of ability, we confess that Satan has so blinded us. That we cannot enjoy our rights and privileges. Child of God, we're not going that path. No, we're not. God has made him to be wisdom unto us. God has made him to be wisdom unto us. He has made him to be redemption unto us. If this is true, then Satan has no right to reign over us with sicknesses. He has no right to reign over us with disease. He has no right to reign over us with weaknesses. He has no right to reign over us with failure. Apostle, stop me when you're ready because, you know, I'm just going. Amen? (laughs) Every time we talk of our troubles, we glorify. We glorify. You see, we glorify the troubles that Satan has has put in our path. Our confession should be that God is today our strength. He's our wisdom and complete and perfect redemption, our sanctification, our righteousness. We are the righteousness of God in him. We can do all things to Christ who what? Strengthens us. Strengthens us. And he has. Come on. He has. Now, most Christians keep talking about what God is going to do. God is going to do. God is going to do. Folks, listen. God is not going to do anything. He has already done everything. Did you catch that? Yes. He has done it. See, listen. Jesus said, by his Christ, you were healed. He didn't done it already. Now, He's done it. Yes, he has. Think about this here. <clears throat> So you say, well, well, how come I don't see it? Now, let's mm-hmm. look at that. Let's look at that word see. Prophet, what would you, what would you say the word see means? Hmm. The see. I would say that it's knowledge. It's wisdom. Okay. The word Very good. see is spe- 
it's spiritual because the world thinks that that seeing is believing, but it's not so. When you believe the word of God, then you will see. See, and he's not talking about your natural eyes. He's talking about mm-hmm. spiritual eyes. Mm-hmm. So seeing in the spirit means seeing the, the, the perfect will of God, understanding his word, understanding our past, understanding what we're fighting, understanding where we are, understanding who we're fighting. Because so oftentimes, Apostle, Satan makes us turn on our sisters and our brothers. So oftentimes, mm-hmm. he causes, he, you know, like you say, throw a rock and hide his hand. And yeah. you don't know what's going on. You turn around, you know, somebody tapped you on the back and everybody's standing behind you, but no one is debating who tapped you. Mm-hmm. And you have to figure it out. Well, see, to me, seeing is knowing who did it. Mm-hmm. Seeing is knowing the answer to all spiritual things. It's understanding all spirits. It's, it's called, to me, it's called revelation knowledge. All right. That's the word I want to hear. Revelation knowledge. Revelation knowledge is when you know that you know, you don't have to be convinced of. You're not talking wrong anymore. What do I mean talking wrong? You prayed this morning at nine o'clock because you was feeling bad and you made a faith confession. Father, I want to thank you. I'll caught in the Psalms 107 and verse 20. You sent your word and healed me. Well, I take your word this morning. I am healed in the name of Jesus. All right. So here it is. 10 o'clock. And you're not feeling any better. And there you go. Well, I thought the word works. Well, I thought. I was healed. Well, this must not work. Let me tell you what you are doing. Let me tell you what you are confessing. You ever came into a dark room? And the room was a stranger to you? You don't know that room? Okay. So what do you have to do? You have to feel your way around. Until you find a light switch. Right? Mm-hmm. Folks, listen. He sent his word and healed you. Do you know where the light switch is? And have you turned it on? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know what Jesus did for you and know how to use it, If you don't understand, it all works by your faith. See, your faith is what controls your life. I want to say that again. Your faith is what controls your life. Your faith is going to determine whether you are sick or whether you are healed. And have the evidence to prove it. That you are here. Your faith. Determines the quality of your life. 
Your faith determines the quality of your financial life. Are you listening to me? Mm -hmm. See, the Bible says, let us come and buy without money, buy without price. Well, how in the world are you going to buy without money? I don't have no money. How can I buy? How can I buy without price? You do have money. Listen to me. You do have money. Every person in this class today, you have right. money. What is the money, a brother elder? I'm glad that you asked me. Oh, I'm so happy that you asked. It's your faith. And this is the victory. See, faith is the original currency. That's why the scripture says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. Mm -hmm. I can say it this way. Without faith, it is impossible to purchase anything you need. It's all by faith, folks. Hey, God. But people are in the darkness. Hmm. It's time to come out of the darkness. You are healed. You're not in the darkness. You are healed. All right. Come on, prophet. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Yes, we are. Well, let's get back to our notes. Today, the name of Jesus on our lips, let's close with this, can conquer disease and sicknesses. I'm going to say, say it that again. again. Please. Do. The name of Jesus on our lips can conquer disease and sickness. That name can bring courage and victory to the ones who are defeated. The prayer of unbelief never gives faith. And apostles, so oftentimes we pray those prayers of unbelief. Unaware. Yep unaware that we are praying that way. And this is why uh, arenas like this one, situations, opportunities, healing schools like this one, that, that, that God has given uh, the, the, the ability to come right into your homes. Mm -hmm. You don't have to dress up. You don't have to go out. You don't have to do a lot. But you must you, what you have to do is have faith to turn off the TV, to get out of bed in the morning, to get your computers yep. working, get your phones, your iPhones and everything working. Get yourself settled down with your coffee or wherever you are and listen. That's right. And listen. The Bible says they came to hear and be healed. So oftentimes right. people want to be healed, but they don't understand that hearing, and, and, and when I say hearing, H-E-A-R-I-N-G, I don't mean that in a natural sense. I mean spiritually. When we yeah. are really hearing the word of God, child of God, every word that we speak, you are, it is being infiltrated. It is, it is being digested. It is being uh, infused, that's a better word. It's being cemented 
down Very on the good. inside of you. You are really listening, not have has have halfway listening to the word that's coming through your computer or your phone and then listening to what someone is saying next to you, child of God, you have to stop that because you will never, ever get a good working knowledge and understanding of spiritual things. Listen, healing is spiritual. That's right. Healing is spiritual. Yes, it is. Thank God for the doctors. We can't stress this enough. We're not saying that you shouldn't go to the doctor. We say this every time we come on, every time we get an opportunity, every time God gives us a platform to speak to you, we say this. We're not telling anyone to stop going to their doctors. Thank God for doctors. Thank God for hospitals. Thank God for natural, physical medication. The child of God, there is something that's higher. There's something that's greater. There's something that's far better than our natural healing. Thank God the doctors can only take us as far as they can go. Mm -hmm. And some of them do a great job. But that is not God's best. His best is for us to listen. I can't stress it enough. To listen. He said, he who listens is blessed. He said, be quick to hear. Slow to speak, but be quick to hear. This one hour of power that comes into your homes every Saturday morning, child of God, I'll stress, if you will just listen, if you will just pray before you even get into the one hour of power on Saturday morning, ask God to open your spiritual ears. If you will do that and listen intently and take good notes, I promise you that that sickness that that uh, disease that has attached itself to your body, you will be giving it hell. It will be turning over in you. It will be trying to look for a place to run up out of you. It will That's be, right. I'm telling you, you'll be putting so much fear to that sickness and that disease till it'll be looking and screaming for a place to get up out of your body. It's a process, though. That's it's right. a process. And we must stay committed. We must Stay the course. Consistency is the key. Yes. Be determined. Be determined. Like Abraham was. The Bible says he was fully persuaded. Mm -hmm. That what God had promised, he was able to what? Deliver. You got to get like that, child of God. You got to get like that. Now, some of us have not been taught along those lines. You say, well, I've never heard this kind of teaching before. That's okay. I had these yeah. until I came into contact with my father in the gospel. Uh, and, and Brother Kenneth Hagen began to teach me along these lines. I had never heard of this either. Been in the church all my life since from a child, from a kid. But hmm. my pastor there can only take me as far as he could go. You see it? He didn't know these things about healing. Yeah, And now God has given you the opportunity to hear. Listen, the name of Jesus on your lips. Yeah, thank God it's on my lips. Thank God it's on apostles' lips. But let me tell you something. There's a place where it will work better for you if it's coming off of your lips. The word of God coming off of your lips, going into your ear gate, going into your eye gate, going into you. I mean, going down into your body, into your spirit. 
and causing that sickness to run up out of your body is the best place for the word of God. Amen? That's the best, best place for the word of God is on your yeah. lips. The word of yeah. God on your lips can conquer diseases and sicknesses. That name, Jesus, can bring courage and victory to anyone that's defeated. The that's prayer right. of unbelief never gives faith. It never gives faith. What is the prayer of unbelief? Watch. When you pray for faith, listen carefully. When you pray for faith, you confess your unbelief. I'm going to say that again. Say it again. I want you, I want you to listen. When you pray, oh father, I need some faith. Oh father, increase my faith. Oh father, give me faith. Oh father, I need faith. Are you listening to me? Yeah. When you do that, you confess your unbelief. He said, well, what are you talking about? I'm praying and asking God to give me faith. Well, the Bible says faith. Come on, what is faith? Faith is always what? What about the? It's now. It's always now. The Bible says now faith is. Now, listen carefully to me. Put your coffee cup down. Turn the TV off and put the dog outside for a minute or wherever. It's kind of cold. Put him in the other room. Or whatever. And listen. If it is not now, it is not faith. That's right. If it isn't now, it isn't faith. The Bible says in Mark 11, when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. He didn't say when you see it, believe it. No, he said when you pray. What is that saying? What does that mean? What does that mean, prophet? What does that mean? That means I don't know where you are. You're seated in your in your prayer room, in your prayer seat. You're on your knees. You're in your bed. I don't know where you pray. It's okay. But wherever you are praying, you're supposed to get up out of that prayer place and say, thank you, Father. I have it. Whether you see yeah, it, whether you feel it. it or not. Whether you see it, whether you feel it or not, you're supposed to get up and say, thank you, Father, I have it. You don't go ask God to increase your faith because he said to you, faith is always now. Now faith is. You see, you have to have faith before you see anything. Because when That's you right. walk in faith, faith comes before seeing. Faith comes before anything. You must exercise your faith and then you will see. That's are, are you listening? Are you listening to me? So, for example, you need a healing. Guess what? What should you be doing? Father, thank you. Jesus was wounded for my transgressions. Jesus was bruised for my guilt and my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was laid on him. And by his stripes, I am healed. Not going to be healed. Don't use that word going to be healed. Because when you say you're going to be healed, you are saying that Jesus didn't do this for you. And you put it in Thank the Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. By his stripes, I am healed. Well, you're saying, well, I still feel the pain. Of course you still feel the pain. Why? Because the symptoms are still there. But this is how you get rid of the symptoms. That's right. Your confession. Your confession of faith will move mountains. Jesus was telling that to the disciples over in Mark 11. They were cutting up about him speaking to a tree. You remember that passage over there? Sure you do. 
He spoke to that tree and that tree died. He said, no man will eat fruit from you hereafter forever because the, the tree didn't have any fruit on it. And he cursed it the next day, the very next day. They passed right back and looked at that tree and that tree had withered away. And they were excited. They said, master, look at the tree. Look at this tree that you spoke to. It is withered away. And Jesus said, listen to me, boys. Y'all cutting up and excited over a tree? He said, let mm -hmm. me tell you something. You will speak to a mountain and you will That's tell right. a mountain to be removed and a mountain will do the same thing. If, That's watch right. this, if you doubt not in your heart. Are you listening That's to right. me out there? That's right. He said, listen, y'all excited over a trick? You know what, do you know what you have on the inside of you? Do you understand who's living on the inside of you? Listen, with the power that's innate in you, you can speak to a mountain and a mountain will obey you. That's if you understand how faith, how faith works. See, faith, faith must come before seeing. Faith must come before belief, before seeing anything. You must step out, step out in faith. So don't go and ask God to give you faith. Oh Lord, get because that's a confession that you don't believe it. You don't believe. That's true. That only increases your doubt when you're praying for faith. That lets the world know that you don't believe Mark 11. Oh, mm -hmm. sure, I believe Mark 11. Well, if you believe Mark 11, then say, amen. Thank you, Father. I'm healed. Leave this session today saying, thank you, Father. I'm healed. Doesn't matter how you feel. Doesn't matter what the doctors have said. Leave this session today saying, thank you, Father, by your, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Child of God, that's the beginning of the healing process, is your confession of it. You're conf taking hold, ownership of your healing. Grab hold to it because faith is always now. That's right. Always. The, yeah. And here's the bottom line. Come on. And here's here's the bottom line. The doubter, you listening? The doubter always prays for things they already have. Always. A doubter always prays for something he already owns. You already own healing. You already own deliverance. You it is yours. It it's like the refrigerator or the microwave or the diamond ring or the main store, whatever is in your house right now. And some thief comes in, walks in and says, well, I think I'll take this microwave. I like the way it looks. It has all the dials in the right places, so I'm just going to take it and walk out. And you sit right there on the, on the sofa looking at it. Well, what are you going to do about that? Would you allow that thief to just walk in and say he's taking your microwave or your diamond ring or your main stove, lady? No. If you can't defeat him, you'll be uh, beating your husband over the head and say, you better stop that, crook. You better do something. Call 911 or something. See, your mouth will be running a mile a minute. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same thing when you let a thief walk in and see, because healing belongs to you. Are you listening to me? That's good. But 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 because we don't understand the mechanics of this, because we've never been taught this, because we don't understand about spiritual things. We 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 know that we've been saved. Thank God for salvation. We 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 major on that, but we minor on healing and deliverance. We major on Jesus, you know, what he did for us, saving us from our sins. We major on that. 
But when are we going to start majoring on the fact that the same thing he did on Calvary for saving us, he at that at that same time is when he bought back what? Our healing and our deliverance. That's good. That's good. Same time, same time. Because we are not taught that. We don't we, we don't talk about that. We we speak of it uh in the future tense. Now let mm-hmm. somebody say, I'll one day I think I'll be healed. Now you just confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You just say, because Romans tell you if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God did raise him from the dead, you shall be saved. Isn't that how you get saved? Of course it is. That's how I got saved. And all we had to do was confess and believe. And you know what? You said that and then you went down the road telling everybody you met. I got saved yesterday over at such and such church, or I got saved in a prayer meeting, or I got saved on a prayer line. I, you're not going to tell somebody, well, one day I'm going to be saved. Mm-hmm. Are you listening to me? Mm-hmm. You, you're not saying, well, I'm going to be saved. No, you got saved. Are you listening? But yet when it comes to healing, we tell people one day I'm going to be healed. Same thing. He, he bought our healing at the same time he bought our salvation. That's but right. because we haven't been taught that, because we haven't been taught that, we don't operate in that. Mm-hmm. Child of God, it's time to turn the page. God said, believe for the impossible. It doesn't matter where he's had you bound, how long he's had you bound. Somebody's saying out there, you don't know how long I've been sick. You don't know what the doctors have said. It doesn't matter what the doctor, that doctor has said. What does the doctor say? Because yeah. God is... He's the doc. He's the greatest doctor at, that ever was and ever will be. And his word, the Bible says, is what final authority. When you begin to believe what he says and begin to speak it by faith, that sickness, that disease, will run as in terror. So many, so many of us, you know, the Bible says, "Commit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you." So many of us are fleeing from him. Fear, mm-hmm. fear, yeah. fear. God yes. has blessed us with every spiritual blessing that governs every spiritual need. He did. Redemption yes. has never been seen as a reality, though. It yes. is a theory, a creed, a doctrine. Satan takes advantage of our ignorance of redemption and puts diseases upon us, holding us in bondage. Child, we got to be delivered from that. Amen. Dare Amen. to believe. Every every year, the beginning of the year, we make all these New Year's resolutions. I challenge you to make a, a spiritual resolution and begin to move this stuff off of you by changing what you're saying. Making a conscious decision to speak the word of God. Speak Psalms 27 every day before you close your eyes. Speak it. Speak, speak Psalms 91 every morning before as you open your eyes. Speak through the day, through the middle of the day. Father, thank you. Every sickness, every disease that touches my body, it is, it is, I mean, dissolved. It is removed from my body. Thank you, Father. My body is healed from every sickness, from every disease, from every germ that touches my body. In the name of the Lord Jesus, my blood pressure is 120 over 80. I thank you that my heart beats with the rhythm of life, carrying the blood of Jesus throughout my veins, sending healing throughout my entire body. In the name of the Lord, come on. Father, thank you. Bless you bless my food and water. You've taken sickness away from me. I thank you. I live long and I finish strong. I can go on and on. You know what? You don't have to be on your knees to make confessions like that. 
So does your mouth still work? That's good. Does your mouth work? If you can still open your mouth, you should be confessing. That's good. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. 